Well, it's 8 o'clock. It you know is. How's it going, everybody? Welcome to Chat on Education Live. Hi. It's hey. Friday. Friday. Fry. Fry yay. Yay. Fry yay. They say. I'm tired, so you guys are going to need to carry this <laughs> and me at some point, probably. I crushed a Mountain Dew about 30 seconds ago, and um, <laughs> we're counting on that riding. I'm going to ride the wave of of caffeine for the next 45 to 50 minutes of nonsense to see if we can. Uh... And then I'm going to just crawl to the couch that's right over there as soon as we're done. And then How's everybody going to put a blanket over you? <laughs> Probably not. So how <laughs> how are we how are we doing, everybody? How was your week? Um, it's been exhausting, as you said. So we uh, we collected iPads today from our students, and so that was a big a big undertaking. And wrapping up the school year with with students, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah. When does the school year actually end? Um, so the 28th, I think for most, most schools, um, in, in, in your state, in Minnesota. Yeah. In Minnesota. Um, I think there are a few who go a little bit longer, um, into June, but I think most are just calling it done in May 28th. So we actually have graduation tonight for our seniors. So it's going to be broadcasted and people can watch it um, from a safe distance. So yeah, well, that's not our, not too bad. Yeah, no, not at all. And how did iPad collection day go? Um, it actually went really, really well. I was super anxious about it. I was, I, I did not sleep well last night, so I was kind of in charge of organizing it and making sure you know everybody who's volunteering is is safe, and then everybody who's coming is safe. <laughs> and right. um, we we actually got um about half of our inventory back today. Um, which is great. We have another day on Tuesday where we'll be, we will be collecting. Um, we're also collecting library books. I had 1,400 library books still out <laughs> that we needed to collect, and we got a handful back today. But uh, we're still, yeah, we're we're working towards it. But it was smooth. It it was actually you know decent weather. It wasn't hot and it wasn't rainy at all. So that was good. And so we were able to be outside the whole time. And um, families just came steadily. It was not necessarily a mad rush like I was expecting it might be. I was just envisioning like angry parents who were like having to wait, you know, for a long time to drop off their stuff or receive their choice boards and yearbooks and things like that. And luckily it, it was very smooth. So, yeah. How, how was your week, Mel? Hey, you know, my week was great because my niece finally was born. Well, I shouldn't say finally was born because she was a week early. Uh -huh. uh, but uh, yes, Maya Irene came the other day and I'm mm -hmm. looking forward to getting to her and snuggle her, but she's going to hang out in the NICU for just a little bit because she's just got a little bit of pneumonia. And since she's born in a COVID hot spot, I'm like the NICU is the right place for her to hang out until it's time for her to go home. What yeah. a crazy time to have a kid. Amen. But, you know, that's my sister works at that hospital. It's her home. Okay. She, you know, that's, she's got the that's where she's happy. She's got the inside scoop. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. She, she, she can her with her when she was delivering. Like uh, she, my brother-in-law was there. Okay. So they were 
I don't think anyone else can go. So it'll still be a week before my nephew can meet his little sister. So he, he has, I mean, he's two, no clue sure. what right. life will be like here soon. <laughs> Claudia, what about you? Well, good, good week. Um, our, now I, I work all summer, so my, my, I'm not going to have a break, but, um, the students are wrapping up. I want to say next week. I, I know that um, the seniors are turning in their Chromebooks, and those students that are returning, either which whichever other grade they're keeping them over the summer. The last I heard, so there's only you know it's not a ton that need to be picked up. So that's good. Um, mm-hmm. Good. Uh, I guess something else. My today officially was my daughter's last day of school. So now I have a junior. Um, so she is done with, um, 10th grade. And so in fact, I, I just drove up the street a little while ago. So I, I think our town were now I don't work in the district that I, that I live in, but the, the, um, the district, my wife does. So they're having some sort of reverse, um, drive around the, the city to go through kids, uh, seniors yards or, or houses. I, just, I saw a bunch of signs. So that's pretty, Pretty neat. I think this is a, a, I think a nice side effect of what of COVID, you know, of, of this um, kind of like just really giving a shout out to students. So I think I hope that it continues afterwards. You know, even like if we go back to normal, um, but continue something like this. I think it would be great to to keep this going. The mm-hmm. uh, the good spirit, I guess, mm-hmm. a better word, but. Uh, but like I think like everyone, I think I am still kind of worn out though. It's just it's starting to get to me. Like, oh mm-hmm. it's just I don't know. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I can see I, it in uh, your eyes, Mike. I can see it in your eyes. <laughs> I um I work for a really good company. Claudia would know he's he he works with me um part-time and um they gave everybody today off as well, in addition to the oh, Monday. Good, good. And um, that was really nice. They they saw it, that mm-hmm. everyone just needed a break. Um, now, that being said, I had, <laughs> I had an interview. Well, so I had someone slide into my meetings before I like could block off my calendar for the day. So I took that meeting. Um, and then I, um, I, I did a, an interview for the Minecraft podcast. Cause that can't stop mm-hmm. happening. Uh, so, you know, and then I, I mean, I'll admit like it was a slower day than normal. I got to open our pool. Our pool is open now, which is nice. I know in Texas, they probably never close their pools, but up here in up here in Canada and definitely in Minnesota, they have to close their we close our pools, Claudio, in yeah. the, in the winter. For people who do close them, and I grew up in California, I'm like, why go in the pool now? It's not right. <laughs> I wouldn't close my pool ever. Uh, but yeah, so we we opened the pool, got it all um, filled, topped up, for lack of better words. Had to buy a bunch of new, you know, equipment and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wears out over the years and got it all set up so I've been outside so that actually adds adds to like I'm, I'm doubly yeah. tired <laughs> from, from physical labor and being outside most of the day in addition to the 
two hours of streaming and one hour of interviews and half an hour and 45 minute meeting. So it was still a pretty busy day. Welcome to everybody who's joining us in the chat. If you're watching and you have questions, comments, whatever, just uh, chime in. That's what we're here for. Just to kind of chat. Uh, we did, we did come up with questions. Um, and, and these are pretty interesting. They're generally related to um, what we talked about on the podcast. So if you are following along at home, um, and you want to follow along better than then what you should really do, friends, is go download um, the podcast and subscribe. Smash that subscribe button <laughs> because then you'll know what the hell we're going to talk about tonight mm-hmm. and be able to weigh in, um, which is exciting, exciting for everybody. M- MJ is known as hardcore and competitive, I guess. Uh, but what? But would he make a good leader in education? <laughs> what characteristics comprise a great edu 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 leader? Hmm. I mean, it's funny. I was talking um, to someone the other day about so so. Has any have you guys watched The West Wing? Yes, a little bit. Okay, The West Wing is like my favorite show of all time. <laughs> I've watched the West Wing from start to finish at least 15 or 20 times. Oh, wow. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can I can like listen to an episode and have my eyes closed and know exactly what's happening in the West Wing, um, which is a little crazy, but whatever. Um, But one of the things that I long for a little bit is the is a bit of that work environment. I I love (laughs) the idea that you can respect the hell out of people. And recognize that they're incredibly smart, incredibly capable, yet they may have different opinions than you and allow them, give give everyone the space to argue their position mm-hmm. um, respectfully, but, but passionately, um, maybe even heatedly. Um, but you come out in the end still respecting each other. Um, and you know, and then allow the person who makes the decision to make the decision. Um, and I think that that's one of the things, especially, uh, you know, it's funny that this is really a problem in like Ontario education where you're not allowed to like, the union is so strong in Ontario, the teachers union that there's actually like rules against like calling out other teachers, like in the sense that it's like, you can't come up to a teacher and say, listen, you're not doing your job or something to that. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? I can't come up to someone and say, listen, I have a problem with the way something is happening, you know, and then have like a respectful conversation. You may not agree, but you're not even allowed to do that. I, I think mm-hmm. that there are some pretty strong rules against like talking to people in a way that is like, um, um, I don't want to say combative because that's not even the spirit that I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. We're talking about just like you can't confront people, right? You can't say, you know, I need you to be better, mm-hmm. right? Which, yeah. I mean, I think in all jobs, you need to be able to yeah. have the space to tell people that, um, even people above you. Um, mm-hmm. And um, that doesn't exist. There's no, sp- so my point is, is that I'm not sure there would be space for, a Michael Jordan, you know, because clearly Michael Jordan, just like almost every great um, sports leader that we know of, um, 
um, you know, always demanded that their teammates do their best and absolutely called them out when they weren't. Um, I actually, um, there's a really funny story that gets told every once in a while of the, of the um, Matt Sundin era of the Toronto Maple Leafs. And um, Matt Sundin was the captain of the Leafs for, for a number of years, probably about 10 to 12 years. Um, one of the great captains of the Leafs. And um, they, <laughs> uh, they were planning to call out someone who wasn't, you know, pulling their weight in the team. And it was, you know, so it's like Matt Sundin and Ty Domi and Gary Roberts waiting for you in your hotel room to tell you, you know, that you got to get your, you know, what together. And it's respectful, but it's still like, it's like, you know, do your job. You know, we're out here doing our jobs. It's, it's, you know, we need you to do yours too. And that's the way Michael Jordan was in a lot of ways. And I just, I'm not sure that there's room for that, but I wish there was just a little bit um, because, um, because I think it would make everyone better. It, it made the Bulls better. Mm-hmm. I, I would I would say I was re, um I, we were talking a little bit about this before. You know I haven't watched the the Last Dance, but been reading articles about some of the other players that 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 were with him and and appreciated his his um the way he pushed them. Mm-hmm. But they also he, they also mentioned that they always mentioned Scottie Pippen as well. That Scottie Pippen teammate mm-hmm. with Michael Jordan and that. Um, you know, when Michael Jordan would go up to a player and say, man, you got, you know, would get in his face and would say something to him. Scotty people would come over and say like, you're all right, man. Mm-hmm. He, he loves you. You just, just, uh, you know, you keep pushing, you know, it's, it's not, it's not personal. You know, he, he wants, he wants yeah. to win. He wants, he, you know, he's got six rings, you know, um, he wants to win. He never lost a championship. So I think that, that, you know, I would say the winning attitude of you know wanting to to I would say we got to do what's best for students. We we got to you know let's in a sense let's win this. Um, and I guess in a way challenge teachers, educators, and I think the challenge I think what happens a lot of times is thinking of if, if Michael Jordan were were coming mm-hmm. and and being, I don't know, director, administrator or something, a lot of times what happens is it's people who move out of the classroom and become administrators, they forget what they've done in the classroom and what it was to be a teacher and <laughs> here and then you know, like... It ain't so. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like you, you, you forgot where you came from and it's like you can't it's like, wait a minute. And so when you demand of someone, it's like I hope you would have lived in those shoes to, to be able to, to say what you're saying. You know, it's almost like and I would say if it was Michael Jordan telling me like I got to play harder, it's like well I'm gonna listen to him because he, <laughs> he he got ring. So I guess in a sense, yes. But I, I also agree with you, Mike. I think it would be tough to have someone like that. Um, For sure. You know, if, especially you said it's it's hard to confront uh, educators and and you know like come on man, you got to do what's best. I, there was so many times I wanted to do that too. When I was in the classroom and. Like, almost like, man, why, why are you teaching? Why are you doing? Do you hate the kids? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I, I guess I hope like that his sense of competition was not just for 
himself and like his glory, but it was for the team and making the team better. And so with that idea, I feel like that is great to have an education. Like I think a spirit of competition is not, not a negative thing to have in education, but if you're going to be competitive, I would hope that you're doing it not to make yourself go higher up on a pedestal or look better to other people, but it would be to to improve the whole, so that your whole school, your whole district, whatever it might be. Um, and so, in that sense, I guess I think that I like that aspect of Michael Jordan, and, and would like that aspect in education. I just know that any um, any group that is looking out only for themselves is not going to excel. But when they can work together as a team to improve and be competitive with other people, maybe um, they're, they're going to make great gains and they're going to do great things for their students. There's a comment here that was really good in the chat. Um, Yeah. uh, I think it's this one. Education typically isn't, a single fit sort of place. And MJ was pretty tied to his own way of doing things. I think one of the, I mean, but there is though a similarity. I'd push back on this maybe a little bit in the sense that, I mean, the bulls are still a team, right? And there's lots of people like Michael Jordan was the leader. And I wonder, I mean, I mean, the bulls knew that Jordan was carrying them in some ways. I mean, Pippen was great. Rodman was great. Um, You know, uh, there's a lot of that was a great team, obviously, and it takes a great team to do what they did. But you know, Michael Jordan is Michael Jordan, and I mean, uh, you know, these all, all everyone else was great too, but you know, Michael Jordan, so um, <laughs> he was the one that was, as Obi Wan Kobe says, he was the one that was uh taken by the Toon Squad to actually help the team. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. oh it, it took a while for a Space GM reference, but here we go. Oh man, I could quote that whole movie for you if you want. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's awesome. But, and so, I think that before ahead. we even go on, Fenway fan had a point too. Um, you know, is part of Jordan's greatness due to Phil Jackson. Yeah. Because I like that. I mean, I think that there are room for Jordans as leaders because I think just education needs all kinds of leaders. Even when I look mm-hmm. at my own faculty, I can see so many different leaders and how great they are. Um, but I think you still need someone to pull it all together. And I don't think Jordan would be able to do that. I don't think Jordan could coach. Phil Jackson can coach. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gretzky couldn't coach. Tried. Uh, yeah, not everyone I, can. I can't so, coach. whole different ballgame. This is going to be a sports themed episode. <laughs> Let's try to just try to fill, bring in as many sports uh, metaphors now, as we possibly can. It's a contest. It's now turned into around the horn. There well, it, it is. It'll, it'll just be a field of dreams, you know. This one's interesting. My MJ was transcendent. I haven't seen as like many that. educators that are as central to their institution as perhaps, like, as in the idea that, you know, um, if when Jordan, if slash when Jordan left, um, you know the bulls aren't the bulls without jordan the cavaliers definitely are not the cavaliers without lebron um the oilers were not the oilers without gretzky Uh, actually though actually i should take that back the oilers were the oilers without gretzky interesting (laughs) no but and i but i don't think that's a bad thing i don't think any school should be 
oh gosh, yeah, no. You know, have some teacher who is so central that they're transcendent. I think that would. There's only one person that, that I can think of that is like was like the and like I, I don't know every obviously I don't know every school district and every school board that is all over North America, but I can tell you and Claudio Claudio knows who I'm gonna reference and it probably agrees with me. Um, Carl Hooker embodied yeah. Deans, and they're not the same with him. Mm -hmm. Not yeah. like not even not totally even yeah. and they'll hate that I'm saying that, but I don't give a damn anymore because all of the people that we liked at Eans aren't there anymore because Carl left and then they all left. And it's not the same. So there aren't many people like that. I think Carl is the only one that comes to the top of my mind as someone that was so like central to the success of mm -hmm. Like, like they were identified almost as one of the best districts in America for ed tech. And Carl had everything to do with that. Um, and, and, but there's not many like that. And, and it, but I would agree with Mel that um, it probably shouldn't be like that. You, you shouldn't need, you know, um, one, you know, I'm not going to use the word rock star, one great teacher to, um, carry a district or whatever. Um, I think the goal of of you know what most of us do, at least the the four of us do, is build capacity, mm -hmm. so that we don't need um, you know one teacher carrying everybody, but that everybody can you know excel on their own, right? Yeah. You know, I, before we move on to the next one, thinking, I was reading another article about it today. A, a former teammate of his was didn't Horace Grant was not a fan of him. And you think about, you mentioned that, you know, the educators that not, not to be transcendent at a campus, but that are doing amazing things. And then you have other educators that it's like, well, stop doing that. Cause you're making, now you're making me look bad. Now I have to step up my game. And, and, mm -hmm. and I was like, well, Oh good. Now they're gone. I won't have to, now we don't have to. And, and in a sense, you know, it's like the Michael Jordan would push the other player to, to be better and you would hope you know it's like mm -hmm. you know not to compare yourself with someone else but at the same time it's like i know i can do more i could probably yeah. step up my game and i can do more not and again it's ultimately who you're doing it for it's for the mm -hmm. students so in, in a sense that would be a good thing as far as seeing an mj and it's like you know I, I can probably do a little more i can probably step up so for sure I agree. Uh, someone in our little DM chat said, "I wish Dave was going to be with us uh, today yeah. because this is Dave's this is Dave's question, uh, yeah. and he's probably watching, or at least he'll watch after. I'm sure. Um, college is expensive. Should students be able to receive a refund because they had to finish this year online? What are students paying for with colleges? Damn, Audrey. And what are colleges really selling? Eek." Well, you get to answer it first, then. I'm not touching that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. I mean, yeah, and this is why we need Dave here. Like, what, what are colleges really selling? I mean, I know for me, my college experience was hands down some of the, the, the best learning I have ever had and done. Oh, really? Mine was the worst. Oh, really? I hated my Bachelor of Education. Oh, gosh. I hated it. I would say my Bachelor's was a... Um, 
better experience, a higher rigor than even my, my master's courses that I had to take. Hmm. Um, but I think the experiences that I gained, the people that I met, the um, the way I was pushed to grow out of my comfort zones and to, um, I, I don't know, I mean, I, I just, it was such a great experience to me. I loved it. It was hard. It was stressful. Um, but I mean, I thought it was wonderful. So in terms of like, what are they selling? I think that the experiences that I had in learning at college was phenomenal. Um, what are we paying I, for? Uh, you're paying for that. I mean, yeah. you just don't always get what you pay for. Yeah. Uh, no. I'm, I'm really happy that you did. I did. Great, great <laughs> go, go Cougars. Nice. That's awesome. <laughs> But I mean, there's a lot of stuff though. I remember getting my bills and being like, are you serious? I have to pay for, you know, like the gym so that it, the gym can keep operating and I have to pay for this like sports stuff. I don't even go to any sporting games, you know, like I, there's a lot of extra stuff that I had to pay for that I thought was kind of bogus. So I completely understand like those, those kids who are like, I'm not even on campus. I can't utilize student them. fees. Yeah. Student fees. Yeah. Yeah. Un student union fees. Mm -hmm. Right. Very <laughs> so, and I do get that. Um, but I think Glenn had said in the podcast that, you know, their, their professors really, you know, did try to continue giving them the best education that they possibly could in un, under the strange circumstances that we're in. And um, so they, I would hope that they would still be thankful that they were able to continue on with their degrees. Um, in yeah. the I like this. I, I mean, I, I like a lot of this, not a full refund. Students are still getting the credits right. for the classes yeah. they take. I mean, I feel like that answers the question. Yeah. I mean, you can, you can, we can talk about the other stuff, but I think if mm -hmm. you're getting the, you're paying for the credits. Yeah. You're paying, you know, for the credits. And, and most of those instructors have worked their butts off the last two mm -hmm. months to help you get those credits. Maybe it wasn't what you expected. Maybe it wasn't what you desired. Maybe it wasn't as good as what it could have been, but that is life in those yeah. instructors. Hey, newsflash. Nothing is like what you're expecting right <laughs> now. Give it up. Oh my God. Yeah. That's just being entitled. So. Sorry, I yeah, got that, angry I think, there. I, I, was, I was actually on the... On the on the side, I was actually on the like, yeah, they probably should have refund. But now after after having read Obi Obi Wan Nicobe's, that's so cool. Um, <laughs> it, it, Makes a good it, dude. It it really made me think. You know, that's that's a great great point there. If you, if you really think about it, and, um, and then towards the end, it's that that what are you selling? And you know that that those amenities. I mean, I remember when I was in college um, for my bachelor's. Between my bachelor's and my master's, I think it was about 15 years, maybe. Let's see, doing the math. Yeah. And so I remember paying for some athletic place and some of this, that. And I was like, I graduated. Man, I never got to use it. I never got to see that. Yeah. Until I went back for my until I went back for my master's. I'm like, okay, I finally get to see this now. I finally got to use it. But but even then when I'm there for my master's, it was like I just went there for the class and went back home, went there for the class after work, and it wasn't like I wasn't there for the for the experience as far as like college experience and 
um, it was, I was like, you know, I got a full-time job, family. I'm trying to get my master's and get and go there and get back home and get the work done. But I think I enjoyed my master's more than my bachelor. So I was, um, I think the, the bachelor's time was kind of like, mm, it just whoop, <laughs> flew by. <laughs> we, we've brought this up on the podcast a couple of times, but in, in Canada, you don't really, there's not, not a lot of incentive to take your master's. So not a lot of people do. Yeah. Like I have two degrees, right? Like I have a, a BA, and then you have to take what's called a Bachelor of Education. Uh, when I took it, it was one year. Now it's two years. So you have to do six years of school just to be a teacher in, in Ontario. Um, uh, so, it, But not a lot of people take your, your their master's. You have to take your master's to be a principal, though. Okay. So that's really that's really the only incentive that people have in Ontario to, you know, to get a master's degree in, is if they want to be a principal. In California, master's degree, is, the incentive is like a huge difference in your pay scale. Yeah, between a bachelor's. But when I moved here to Texas, I already had my master's, so it was like I was already. But like right now, between a bachelor's and a master's, it's like a thousand dollar difference, maybe. Yeah, and it's like you're gonna pay more than you're never gonna you're never gonna make up for paying for your master's programs, like unless you go to be an administrator. Other than that, it's like there's no. Yeah, yeah. The difference between a principal and a and a top. So a, a max, um, so there's a scale in Ontario and the top of the scale um, with the top level of um, uh, like there's a there's a, a, a vertical scale of years and a horizontal scale of kind of um, what they call additional qualifications. They're like your credits that you can you, you can get to mm-hmm. increase your pay. Um, so at the top of that scale and the top of that years, which is 10 years, it's called an A4 an A4 teacher uh, at 10 years makes about a hundred thousand dollars a year in Ontario, no matter what grade you teach. So kindergarten teacher, like my wife's been teaching for 12 years. Um, and so, you know, she makes about a hundred grand. That's pretty public knowledge in Ontario. Um, and then uh, for a principal, a principal I think makes about one twenty-seven. Um, So there's about a $27,000 difference between being a, so that's, I mean, that's what you're paying for, I guess, when you get your master. I'm actually, uh, side note, um, and I don't know, know if I've said it out loud yet, but I'm about to start my master's um, in September. Yeah, I haven't, I hadn't done it yet, and I kind of want to. Uh, so I'm, I'm starting my master's in September, which is exciting. Yeah, you. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I I have even less incentive <laughs> to, to find <laughs> masters because I have no intention of being a, a school principal. Um, I just kind of want it um, because I talk shit all the time about people, and I should be able to back it up with academia. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I guess. So, <laughs> right. So um, so I'll be going to the. Um, uh, I'll be doing the University of British Columbia's Masters of Educational Technology. It's, it's educational Technology, which is it's one of the only programs in the world of its kind that is literally the it, like that's the actual degree. Is the you're a Master of Educational Technology, uh, so it's really cool. So I'm pretty excited. All online, all online. Nice. Um, cool. So, uh, yeah, uh, good friend Paul Darvasi. Yeah. Um, did his MET. That's his master's degree. He's a now doctor, Paul Darvasi, but yeah. he he has his MET. Uh, oh, and there we go. Nick cool. has a an MET as well. Uh, in the chat, uh, Nick, tell me where you got your your MET from. Uh, I'd be interested in knowing because there's not many. The only other thing. Oh, 
Ah, uh, Tim Cavey's uh, watching. Yes. Uh, so yeah, uh, Tim Cavey lives in BC. So there we go. Um, so I don't know John who what Johnny Hopkins is. Is that is that funny? I mean, probably Johns Hopkins. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah. So um, who, I, I know a couple other people have their MET, so that's cool. Um, so I'm pretty excited about that. I, I may do that's my sick. PhD. That's that's really what I'm thinking about doing. So I know that's do something it. I play around with all the time. Hey, there's a and I don't know if you there's an interesting question regarding like teachers pay next year if it'll be impacted. That's a pretty uh, interesting question. Mm -hmm. Oh, you picked it up. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Yeah. Wondering if teacher pay will. So I mean, in Ontario, no. Uh, they literally just signed a collective bargaining mm -hmm. agreement uh, three mm -hmm. weeks ago. So mm -hmm. teachers pays are are basically locked in for the next I think three years. Yeah, um, I, I would say no, probably for most places, just because contracts are done. Now, long term, I mean, if, if economically this does turn into more of a recession, then yeah, I mean, it mm -hmm. could definitely impact over the next few years. But, but can they violate like bargaining agreements? Like, don't you have you have unions, right? Right, right. I mean, we're yeah, we're contracted. So they can't go back and change yeah. at least that's how it is for like k through 12 i don't know about at colleges and universities so if, if that would be affected i think it's affected by mm, how yeah i mean there's there are unions at colleges and universities for teachers but sure. i i have yeah, no I doubt they're not I as strong as like a elementary teachers yeah, yeah. I mean, I know, like here in, in texas it, you know you each kid is a it's a is a dollar sign, you know. So, um, sure. if 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 you're only allowed to have a certain number of students in a class or whatever, whatever happens to be, how does that impact, you know, mm -hmm. the money coming in to be able to pay teachers? I don't know. I mean, mm -hmm. like I think, like you said, if it can, I think this year it's it's. I wouldn't say it's safe, but I'm, I don't know. I would say I would think it is, but down the road we we shall see. You know, we never know. Yeah. Gotta gotta wonder how many slimy governments are gonna say catastrophic impacts mm -hmm. cause us to cut your pay or whatever. Yeah. Um, I, I know like, my husband when he taught um, at a tech school, uh, he every semester it was different for him just depending on how many students were signed up for his class or just how many credits he was able to teach. And so it was, it was never a, a solid job because depending on how many credits you taught also depended, that would depend if you were able to get benefits or not. So I would, I, I don't know. I think it's tough for those. Yeah. Mike, you're muted. Mike. <laughs> Mike needs Mike, to wake Mike, up. Mike, <laughs> Mike. Mike. <laughs> the the Mountain Dew is fading. Yeah, we're <laughs> to the Mountain Dew. You don't have it, a second one not, ready? It's not living up to its billing as something that's supposed to wake your ass up. Oh, man. It's not working. Um, Some educational mm. assistants and custodial staff might be let go of schools. Don't go full time. I mean, if you have to do less Good. cleaning and you have to teach, like... Yeah. Uh, EA less kids. I mean, yeah. you, you're not needed. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and again, those unions uh, in Ontario, though, those roles are unionized, but less strong for sure. And less able to put up a, a fight for, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, when, uh, when they, you know, when it happens, if it happens. So um, it's definitely something that's possible. Thanks, Tim, for that comment. I should mention that um, I, I was, I joined Tim for uh, Teachers on Fire last week. So um, Tim, get editing that episode. What are you doing watching us? You should be editing podcasts, <laughs> Tim. No, thanks for taking a break, Tim, and joining us tonight. Whatever. <laughs> God, <laughs> we're seeing vast amounts okay. of false news being spread, even by smart, well-respected individuals. How do you teach media literacy to adults without sounding like a know-it-all? I don't have the answer to this because I'm not. <laughs> I'm not conflicted by this sort of dilemma. I joked with Claudio about yeah. that off air. I don't give a damn. <laughs> this is literally what I'm known for. <laughs> <laughs> so someone else has got to answer this damn question <laughs> oh oh yeah, that, and that, i don't have any answer claudio did you want to take it first uh, you the, go right ahead audrey was nice to tim I mean, maybe she can well, you know give us gosh, an answer to this you know too. i mean it, i guess it just depends on uh you know i i've seen it going around through twitter facebook you know on facebook i connect to a lot of non-educators and family members and friends and Twitter's mainly educators. So, um, so the folks that aren't living in this world, as far as like media literacy, it's just one of those things where it's like, you know, maybe comment on there, you know, that's, this is not an accurate, um, I don't know. I probably would say this is not an, uh, an official mm-hmm. post or official, um, uh, I would hope that because of my position as an educator, they, they would just, uh, you know, that's my hope. But I would just say, yeah, this is not an accurate description of what the CDC has sent out. Um, you know, we need to make sure we don't listen to everything we see. You know, uh, Abraham Lincoln didn't say that, you know, lying. <laughs> <laughs> you know? but I, I, you know, and, and I, there's other occasions where some other things have come up where, where I've commented and, and, you know, and I think, you know, man, yeah, I'm going to sound like a, like, like, you know, someone a know-it-all but i was like you know what same time i was like i don't care just just because it's misinformation you gotta make sure it it's spread out and then people start freaking out oh what are we gonna do and then it's like first of all don't listen to you know consider the source find out where it's from (laughs) (laughs) i like to drop a because i feel like i'm probably never quite good enough of a source because like if they're believing, I am. but I like to drop little Snopes or PolitiFact or something kind of mm-hmm. just in the little comments and just say, well, that there's I- this, but you know, for some people, it doesn't matter because when pandemic came out, I read some comments on a Facebook stream and it, it wasn't my wall because God, uh, but there's this woman who said, well, you know, Snopes is just left leftist oh and blah blah blah. God. And then someone brought up, uh, check Wikipedia. Just check the biography of this doctor. Well, Wikipedia is not a very good source either. And I'm sitting here banging my head, going, "But YouTube, 
100% reliable. So yeah, I mean, uh, it, I, I, for some, there's no hope. No, it's like Snopes is bad, but Alex Jones is good. Yeah, I I guess I would say that like with our students, when they are doing something where we would like to correct them, we would never call them out in front of everybody and like point a finger at them and be like, you, you're terrible. You need to change what you're doing. I would, I guess I would approach it by maybe like DMing them or private messaging them and just saying, hey, just so you know, this isn't actually true. Here are some articles that, you know, backing up my statement. Maybe you want to think about, you know, posting something or taking that post down um, so that you're not spreading information that's not true. Um, and I guess, you know, hopefully that would come across as being a little less pricky than calling them out in front of everybody else and being like, you're wrong. Yeah. Well, and so easy add, to get behind. <laughs> add to it if you're looking at smaller communities, rural communities like where I live in, uh, a lot of this stuff is posted by our students' parents, yeah, and students' family members. So um, that adds a whole new level of tact that is needed in choosing your own battles because you know that you're going to have to teach this person's child next year. So how do you um, tackle this while still retaining a good relationship? So it's, that's tough. It's hard. It's complicated. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. As, as really quoted by Mike Washburn, that's not even misinformation. He actually said it. It <laughs> should be complicated friends. Listen, um, this goes, it takes us right back to the first question. You got to be able to tell people you think they're wrong and it not destroy your friendship. You know, um, what did it, Glenn said something on the podcast probably a couple weeks ago now um, that stuck with me. He was like, I, there, there are things about my friends. I just wish I didn't know because yeah. now I think I, now I think less of them because I know that they're like raging mm -hmm. Trumpsters or something like that, and it's like I, I don't like you anymore because I know your political affiliations, and and it's like we got to get out of this. Uh, well, and I mean it's hard because you know, uh, you know, I would say me, Mike Washburn would say, you know, I'll start liking them again when they stop, you know, doing this and this and this and this and this and list you a laundry list of all the just absolute nonsense that they're up to, um, you know, and then I'll be happy to go back and, you know, like you despite who you support when they can be normal again. Mm -hmm. I'll, you know, we, but we still like, I will go back to the fact that we do need, I deleted Facebook for my new year's <laughs> resolution. I feel like I'm missing out. You're, You're not. Um, so I think this has come up recently too. Like I, I, my Facebook list is super tight. Like, and it's like that for a reason. Maybe it's a bubble. Um, I think I have one person that I'm Facebook friends with that I know is like a Republican, like, a, like a real, like a hard right Republican. Um, but that if that's not intentional, I don't think I'm intentionally calling my Facebook feed of, of, of conservatives. I think I'm keeping it tight. So I don't, I'm, I'm trying to lower my signal to noise ratio in like every aspect of my life. Um, this kind of stuff doesn't help, obviously. <laughs> I'm looking at three freaking screens here and, you know, speaking of signal to noise. But anyways, 
um, we got we definitely got to be able to have conversations without having fights. Yeah. Um, and I think that's what this podcast is kind of for, too, in some ways. Mm-hmm. Um, or at least I hope it is. Um, mm-hmm. Though we still haven't yet had someone willing to come on the podcast and fight with me. Um, if you want to be that person, let's go. Oh, man. <laughs> I would hope that these people who are things that are, you know, just absolutely incorrect, especially those who are smart and well-educated people, they would recognize their error, error and they would, you know, they would be thankful that you let them know that they made an error and they need to remember that they need to check their sources to make sure that it's valid (laughs) and, you know, corroborate it with other sources as well. And so I pulled this, I pulled this up on Snopes in like literally a second. Yeah. I, I, all that I did. Well, well, when we first turned the thing is I, I just wrote, what did I write? CDC guidelines Snopes. That's all I wrote. That's all I wrote. Did CDC issue strict guidelines for reopening schools? And it doesn't show the exact version of the graphic that like our, our boy Blanchard has been like <laughs> ranting about. I hope he might need what to like go get mediation for that or some, in- we might ha- need an intervention on him what because a, a he's version really... Of a no. version of this, this the same one just with different yeah. graphics mm-hmm. um and it's wrong like it's not accurate and you know we have people that are sharing it and all that you had to do was do like the easiest google search in the world and you would have known that it wasn't accurate and it wasn't from the cdc and it's like that image i saw an image on facebook today where it, it said you know something someone says something um and um and then had like the wrong name of related to the person at the top and then the picture was a completely different person yeah (laughs) right it was a picture of prince yes it was a (laughs) it was a picture of prince but it was like the the quote was attributed to bob dylan but the picture was prince yeah right all you gotta do folks like seriously like, isn't this what the internet is supposed to be for? Is like getting the right answers on things and finding out information. Like, well, you know, it's funny that the other this day, all you had to do. We were, there was a um, there was a someone posted uh, like a math problem and 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 I forgot what it was and people were arguing about what the 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 answer was and it's like you know it, it was two plus two times something I forget what it was the exact numbers but. People are saying this number, this this number. Like, well, you know, no. If you do the, if you do it properly, if you do the math, you know, uh, PEMDAS or whatever, whatever the the, you know, you used to remember. Pretty please, my dear Aunt Sally, whatever that was. Um, so no, you you do the order of operations. There, that's I'm trying to think of that order of operations. That's not the right answer. This is the answer. No, it's this one. I was like, you know that that this order of operations has been around for like hundreds of years it's not you know this is not i'm not it's this, they were saying this is the new math you know like the the new math because no this is this is not new math this is i go put it in your calculator type it into your calculator and you'll find out the answer that you're wrong and it's like i respectfully disagree you're wrong put it in the calculator and try it out it's like it's not new math this is order of operations been around so um i think that's probably the, the first time i did something like that when someone posted something about 
education and it's like I don't know you're wrong like, that's just mm-hmm. your math is wrong <laughs> but I think a lot of it goes down to what Mary had mm-hmm. you know it's hard to convince people because they they want it to be right and because they want it to be right it's right and oh. they don't want to risk that that, that is not true mm-hmm. so it's we're just in a new era of, and maybe it's not new, but people are just going to choose what they want to believe and that will be their truth. Confirmation bias is like an incredibly powerful force. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, it, it goes back to, you know, Carrie Ann Conway saying alternate, like alternative facts is like the ultimate in like, confirmation bias just taking things and just just twisting them as hard as you possibly can so that they suit your narrative it's it's so funny i still go back to the clip every once in a while and you can see it on youtube and you can see that she can't believe she's saying it until she actually like barfs it out of her mouth and now it's a thing right but like you you just watch the look on her face when she says alternative facts it's oh my god are you serious (sighs) Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah there's a I'm, I'm trying to find it but there was someone shared a, a um an article that there's these two little birds talking and it's like what if i told you this and you know like uh it's talked about george washington's teeth and then mm-hmm. um there was the he had used teeth like they have wooden teeth gold teeth and like, okay yeah and then when it said he had some teeth that were slaves and he had all the resources like all yeah. the, the research and as you go down it's like it it if you're objective, you're like, oh, that's it. You know, it, it, if, if you're stuck on something, you're going to be, it's going to rock you because like, no, I've always known this to be true. And it's like, well, you know, if you, if you, the research has been done, it's obviously that, you know, whatever, what you thought was true is maybe, but then now there's this other part that you have to add to that in addition to what you grew up learning about. So, mm-hmm. Um, I just think you have to be willing to to shift and and, and like like Mike said, just listen, have conversations. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't know the answers, like mm-hmm. I I I would never pretend to know the answers to all the the stuff we talk about on the podcast. Uh, I just want people to talk about it mm-hmm. um, and like have the conversations and even argue about it and disagree with me, please, because that's again, that's in my mind for me that helps us have better outcomes in the end. We're going to figure it out together instead of, you know, this like back and forth where everyone just doesn't listen to each other and just says, you know, this is what I believe and nothing you can say uh, would change it. So I think this is uh, Mary. Mary has yeah. come up with your, yeah. with your, uh, with your done. image. Yeah, it, it's it. funny. This is, this is how I know that Claudio and I follow a lot of the same people on Facebook and that we're because because I think we both saw it on Facebook because I saw I think I saw it just the other day too. Um, I love the oatmeal. Uh, yes. I, I, should, I guess I should look if I want to pull it up. I should look at it, but I I don't actually know how to do that from this, so I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do it, friends. It I, just don't have, I just don't have it in me. <laughs> yep, it's the, that's the one. Yeah, that's it. That's hilarious. So what's everyone got going on next week? Other than you have the day off on Monday, I yeah, guess. Monday's nice. Right? What's, Memori- What's Memorial Day for? 
<laughs> what do you guys celebrate? I don't know. For Memorial Day? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Um, well, it's it's kind of like Veterans Day, except that we're just remembering um, all of the uh, service people who have given okay. their lives for mm-hmm. our country. Oh, that's nice. Mm-hmm. But it's also... Do you do that, on, Day do you do is, that on November 11th, too? Well, that's Veterans Day. Veterans Day. There's that, yes. and But mm-hmm. we also are honoring mm-hmm. the people who are still alive. So mm-hmm. a lot of with yeah. Memorial Day, like people will go out yes. to to the cemeteries and and put um, flowers on all of the crosses for the servicemen who have okay. lost their lives. Mm-hmm. Oh, it, it's funny. for families too. I mean, I for years and years, I would go out with my grandma and she always had the old artificial flowers and we'd go up to the cemetery and put the artificial flowers on the graves of family members. And mm-hmm. that was kind of how, how I learned about my family because she would show me where each grave was and tell me stories about this family member and this family member. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, it, I mean, it's it, it's kind of a lovely holiday, mm-hmm. not strictly military, but just mm-hmm. in so memoriam Mary- of everyone. Nice. Remembrance Day is celebrated in Canada as well as a proud yeah. member of the Commonwealth. Um, I, I should actually also mention that Remembrance Day is my birthday. Uh, <laughs> so there's that. Um, that's not what we're celebrating, though. Um, uh, cool. Well, then you'll have Monday off, I guess. Everyone, you guys are going to do whatever you do. Yeah. I don't know well, what I'm going to do. I mean, I'm going to have I get it off, Tuesday, too. I'm a, Cana- Wednesday, I'm a Canadian Thursday. that celebrates American holidays now, I guess. Yeah. You just need to grill some brats and some hamburgers. And <laughs> well, I can do that. You're good to go. Okay. Well, I can do that. <laughs> I got that. Awesome. And what else is going on this week? Are are you doing uh you're doing iPad collection phase two, Audrey? Yeah, yeah phase two. And then also we're we're having conversations with all of our grade levels of about kind of talking about what was missed this year um in terms of you know, solid learning that we didn't get to. And they're having conversations with the grades below them and the grades above them to just communicate those gaps so that the teachers next year can know where their students are going to be coming and, uh, you know, meeting their students where they are and getting them caught up. Nice. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Claudia, what's going on with you? Well, re- relax on Monday and then just, uh, start wrapping it up for um work-wise i'm still working at home um i don't know what what uh we're working on some summer stuff some summer projects and um personally working on my uh my youtube stuff and working on my w- weekly show wednesday wednesday uh evening so pretty excited about that awesome. like fifth episode i think maybe hey smell what do you got going on uh <laughs> nothing i checked oh you're done today. you're done so i damn I, I got some projects that i'm working sure you on, do oh so i you're looking at pictures of that wine i got a project i got project wine <laughs> so now i i'm i'm keeping busy and cool the sun gets his braces off on Thursday. So that's exciting. like ev- all of a sudden my daughter also wants to go. And I'm like, why would you want to go? Because we're going to two hours, the town two hours over, which has a Walmart. <laughs> She's like, I haven't been out of the town <laughs> since like winter, you know, since this whole thing started. Yeah. Like you really want to just drive two hours to go to Walmart. Yes. Yeah. She's already 
she's probably already preparing. <laughs> Hilarious. Got her list. I have um I have two episodes of the Minecraft podcast that are um, ready to be released uh, with one episode with Ben Kelly and another episode with Trish Cloud and Ben Spieldenner. Oh, cool. Uh, interviewing, interviewing Steve Isaacs on Monday. Cool. Interviewing Glenn Irvin Esquire <laughs> next Saturday. Uh, <laughs> um, for for the Minecraft podcast, so cool. Um, so so we'll have Glenn on, which is exciting, talking about language learning. Um, and so we're trying to that'll that'll take us to episode because episode one is out. So that'd take us to episode five by this time next week. We'll have five, one, two, three, four episodes of the podcast done halfway. Um, done. Uh, it's an eight episode season. Um, now I got to start the high pressure campaign for a second season with, you know, Microsoft. We'll see how that goes. Sure. Um, and what else? The participate podcast comes out on Monday or Tuesday, probably Tuesday. Um, we interviewed, um, Margaret honey from the New York hall of science, which is really, really cool. Um, so and then lots of streaming with Steve Isaacs, playing playing video games. Yeah, and drinking, learning, drinking learnings. What's that? Drinking lots of man. No, I'm out, man. I think that was the last game. Oh no, right, the crisis over here. It looked like you got your second win, so that's good. no, no. I'm gonna as soon as I hit stop, I'm cooked. You're gonna see it in about thirty <laughs> seconds. Uh, thanks everybody for joining us. Thanks, Mel, Audrey, Claudio. You guys are the best. Um, thanks everybody for watching, uh, either live or later on YouTube or wherever else this ends up, uh, which is a couple other places. Uh, thanks to Mary for, um, uh, being a very lively member of our chat tonight. That was yes. lovely of you. Thank you. Uh, and, uh, hope everyone, uh, stays healthy and safe and we'll see you soon. Take care. Ciao. Bye everyone.